Hi, my beautiful angel princesses, baby dolphins. I love you. And I'm just <laughs> so happy you're here for this episode. I hope you guys have had a wonderful Monday. I hope that you are drinking water. I hope you have a good, fun, yummy drink today. I hope you reapplied your sunscreen and I hope that the day just blesses you. You know, I just hope that all the good vibes come towards you and anything that's causing you anxiety or any kind of stress in your life is released into the universe. So I just really hope you have a good day. That's very sweet. You need to tell yourself that every morning. I do. You do. Start saying that to yourself in the mirror. I'm like, Savannah, you beautiful princess angel dolphin baby. Yeah, exactly. And I love you. <laughs> That's exactly what you need. Yeah. Um. Well, welcome to another The Blondest episode. Yeah. We're happy to be here. Always happy. You guys are our besties. You're in our circle. Like, if you listen to the podcast, like, you are our best friends. We love you. That is very true. You get to be a part of all of my life and, you know, Tyler's limited life that he shares. But um, <laughs> you get to be a part oh. of it. I don't know why I took that as like, I'm going to have a short life. <laughs> like I'm going to die next week. You get to be a part of Tyler's limited life. No, he's just, he's not as open as me, but that's okay because he's a co I don't a have co-host. a lot going on. <laughs> that's true. My life is like basically My life. Savannah's life. Yeah, I work and then I go hang out with Savannah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. But today we're going to talk about people pleasing. Um, this is a topic that I've been in therapy for, for the longest time, um, So I'm going to share some stuff with you guys today. But first, we're going to do a little recap about life. And, you know, I have been going through a lot of anxiety. I've had a lot of changes in my life lately and just stress. Like as fall comes, it's busy season for the aesthetics industry. And with bringing on a new device and new team members, like there's a lot of pots on the stove. And Tyler actually pointed out, like I've never put into words my mental state until last night when he told me like how my brain functions And I didn't realize I did this and I thought it was normal. Yeah. So Savannah, I think we've said this before, but like, I'm like one of the few, if not the only person that Savannah knows who's like very mentally healthy. It's scary. Like he doesn't need any medications. Yeah. So this episode is going to be two different sides of the spectrum because I'm not a people pleaser. Like if like Savannah knows if I don't want to do something, I absolutely tell her I don't want to do it and I'm not doing it. Like, I don't care if you don't talk to me for a week. Like I just can't. If I don't want to do something, I can't. But what I was telling Savannah is because, like we said a few episodes ago, Savannah's had a lot of changing moving parts, and there's a lot of stuff that we didn't talk about that's outside. No, I can't really talk about it yet because yeah. it's like proprietary information in my yeah, life. Yeah, and just things that, you know... You'll know she, one day. She, yeah, but she also doesn't have to share anything. That she, you know, you don't have to share every part of your life. So, I mean, everyone has stressful things everyone all the time. Everyone has skeletons in the closet. I've yeah. murdered well, there's nothing sketchy week. going on in your life. Like, I'm a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. But so Savannah has a lot going on right now, and it's definitely more than usual. But the way Savannah works, the way her brain works, is that she gives everything her equal attention and equal weight. So even if there are things that she is working on that's not that important to her it's still just as important as issues that need to be addressed right now like say her staff changing that's something that she needs to be prioritizing in you know your mental organization of your problems so yeah like what should come first so that's why i was telling Savannah, i was like you have one glass this is what i told her last night you have one glass that you can fill up and You need to distribute how you're looking at the issues you have and the stressors in your life 
by how much you fill up that glass. So these things that you can push off that are far down the road that are not stuff that need to be addressed right now, you know, just dribble them a little bit in the glass. And then, you know, your glass fills up and you give more weight and more volume to things that you need to handle right now. And then once you know, start drinking that glass, you know, you chip away at it and then you empty the glass. I mean, obviously new things will come in, but you need to prioritize what you have going on in your life because Savannah's method is literally to dump the whole problem in and then just keep dumping and then the glass is overflowing. I give everything 100%. I can't. Like everything in my, like if I'm stressed, even if it's like something that like doesn't have to be addressed today, in my head, like it does. Yeah. Because you thought, because you thought about it and it's like you, you can't relax knowing that it's unresolved. Yeah. Like I have to get to my end goal as fast as possible. And that's not ever going to be a healthy mentality to have because it's impossible. Like you do 12 clients a day, you're continuing your education, you have meetings with all these people all the time. I literally like you have can't... a dinner every single night this week. Yeah, exactly. So like and you have this, a child. I'm training on a new laser. Tomorrow I have a photo shoot. And then the next day I have a dinner with Justin, the CEO of Skin Better. And then I have um, our house architect meeting on Wednesday. And then Thursday I'm going to dinner with doc- Dr. Hitchcock of BioJuvie with Skin Pen. And then Friday, I have a dinner. I don't remember some skincare line I have a dinner with that I can't say yet because I don't know if I'm bringing them on or not. Yeah. And then Saturday, I have my brother-in-law's birthday, and then it just yeah. Like so it's like she has all this. She has a child. She you know works, and so she you don't have the time to you know worry about every single thing that's you know months if not years down the line. Like that's how because Savannah works far ahead yeah i'm very future goal yeah oriented so yeah it's it's not mentally healthy i know and i skipped my period this is the other thing guys i so obviously we all know there's like aliens now right did you know about that no I. the government was like okay well you should get on the news but is it on the news yeah bitch or is it on like daily mail no bitch it's on like (laughs) abc abc and b and whatever all those nbc I don't watch aliens are real anyways. And so I didn't have my period for 11 days and I'm like freaking the fuck out because I'm like, if I'm pregnant right now, like I can't be pregnant right now. Like I have to go to the UK this year. I have to go to Paris this year. I have to go to Vegas. I have to go to New York. I am like, again, I'm a people pleaser and I don't say no to people. And I'm going literally all around the world this year speaking for different companies. And I don't want to be pregnant for that. I do not want to be pregnant for that. I can't be pregnant for that. It's never going to slow down. So you either got to not have another baby or you've, I know I need to just get accidentally pregnant like I was with Cyrus. But anyways, I would have been happy if I was pregnant because I do want another baby. I just don't want to be pregnant because I just get, I just, I'm a stressed person. I don't want it to impact my fetus. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that like I can't be pregnant and do all these things. It's that I'm a very high stress person and you should not be very stressed when you're pregnant. And I'm not going to not be stressed with everything I have going on right now. So anyways, I might didn't have my period for 11 days and it was prolonged because of stress I started it today so we're not pregnant thank god I woke up with like major cramps and I was like please bleed and I did um oh yeah the fucked up thing about her thinking she was pregnant is one day I woke up from my after work slumber to literally a screenshot of Savannah I have an app an app Mm -hmm. that like I guess it tells you Does it just track your period? Yeah. And like when you're ovulating and like if you miss your period, it's like, oop, you should try a pregnancy test, babes. Like, yeah, pregnant. So it literally was just a screenshot of her conception date 
and not even her conception date. Like my potential know. delivery date if I was yeah. pregnant because I missed my period. Yeah. And it was my birthday. And it was literally just a text that said, surprise, I'm having a baby on your birthday. And I woke up and I was like, first of all, she already adopted a dog on my birthday this year. I didn't year. mean for them to drop it off on that day. So I was like, you're really just trying to steal all the thunder. Like Millie's adoption and your next child's birth is going to be on my birthday. Like, not anymore. I just won't exist. But... She had her period, so I'm in the clear. Yeah, your birthday's still special. You just get to share it with Millie now. I know. I love Millie so much. I know. She's the best. I actually love Millie. She's so sweet. She's really sweet and really cute. She's like a cat hybrid. She's like a little cat. But, yeah, going back to people-pleasing, I just it's hard for me to say no to people. And, you know, that boundary with staff, too, I feel like has always been super hard for me because I want them to like me. And so, like, I've always put, like, my own needs and the business's needs behind, you know, and put Other their people. feelings first. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, like, if I tell them that, like, they don't look presentable for work today, you know, it's going to hurt their feelings, yeah. you know. But in reality, like, it's hurting my business because they're the first person that, and I'm not crazy. I'm not, like, I don't care if you wear, like, a full face of makeup, but, like, you know, there's been times where I've had team members in the past that like may or may not look like they just rolled out of bed and yeah. didn't brush their hair. I mean, it's just you you have to look presentable for work. It's not like we're in cubicles all day and we're not client facing like we are. And it's one thing that like I set the standard. If I came in looking like a slob every day, I'd understand it. But I set a standard. I have mascara on. My hair is done. I look presentable for work. I smell yeah. good. I'm hygienic. Like you have to be to have this job. And you know, it's an uncomfortable conversation to have with team members to be like, hey, like you don't smell great today. And like yeah. clients can smell your body odor or, you know, you could really brush your hair. Or could you maybe put on a little bit of lip gloss? Your lips literally are peeling and crusty, you know, yeah. but I don't say that. Or guys. just like, like tinted it's, sunscreen. Yeah, just like a little something. something. Yeah, but I've I've had this conversation with my team, and I usually do it in a group setting because I don't like to single people out, and I'm just like, hey, these are expectations, whatever. But, I mean, I've had times in the past where, like, I would just not say anything. You know, yeah. I had one girl that worked for me for a long time that never took care of herself, and I would have clients make comments about the way that she smelled because I was in a very small office. It was just me and my suite for a while, and, you know, or about things like that, that like, you know, it just was damaging my brand and my appearance of the brand, you know, yeah. when you have somebody that's not, especially in this, it just sucks. Cause it's like, it's not like, and that's the thing I've had to say to them before is like, listen, it's not like we're working at like a government office or we're like freaking selling insurance. Like we're selling skincare, beauty, health, and taking yeah. care of yourself. Like this is self-care. Like we are in this business of looking good and feeling good mm -hmm. and you have to match that. And so it's been hard to have those conversations because I never want to hurt someone's feelings. Like I would be mortified and I've had those conversations where I've worked at med spas before and like I would wake up late and come to work and yeah. I didn't have any mascara on. They're like, you know, and I've had times where I've been told to like run to the down the street, go to Target and get some mascara and come back. You yeah. know, I mean, I'd be a liar if I said I haven't had times with jobs where they're like, no, like you need to fix your hair. Like you do not look presentable. So I've been in their shoes and I know that it, it is uncomfortable. It's like one of the worst conversations to have. Like I'd literally rather someone be like, you fucking suck at your job than tell me that I don't look presentable. Yeah, and you you and that's the thing about Savannah is like she will avoid that conversation at all costs. Like I just especially, don't want to hurt people's feelings. Like, it's just hard. Like I just can imagine, like like I know it's just gonna be so awkward and uncomfortable for them. But then too, I'm like, how do you not know? You know, and I set yeah. expectations. I think that's the biggest thing is setting expectations when you hire somebody. 
um, is really, really important. And, you know, I do do that, but you know, sometimes people get comfortable and Mm -hmm. time goes by and you kind of just need to remind them like, Hey, like, you know, we have to be careful and just make sure that we are being presentable and looking professional. And I think that's the word I like to use is not presentable, but we need to look professional for work. Yeah. Because I mean, when Adriel and I worked there, this is like an example we didn't wear scrubs, but you never had a problem with us. Like we always dressed really like, nice. nice, not, you know, provocatively, like you're going to the club or something like that. I had and to have combos. I'm like, if I can see, I was like, if you would leave work right now and go, and go to the club, what you're wearing is inappropriate. Like if so, you wouldn't feel like, oh my gosh, like I need to change work before I go to the club, you're not wearing the right outfit. For yeah. Work. So like Savannah had to Side people wearing take like, that option away and just start doing I had a scrubs girl where for everyone. I'm not kidding. A sheer shirt with nipple pasties. Yeah, you did have that. And then what job did she go and get after her? <laughs> she went and became a bottle girl, which yeah. nothing wrong with being a bottle girl, but it's like those two, those two jobs do not like have the same ball. attire. No, yeah, <laughs> you no. can't wear the same thing to both jobs. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's been times in my business and that's one of the main reasons I'm in therapy because people pleasing has always been really hard for me, you know, and I like to be liked and You know, a lot of the times growing up, I would, you know, be friends with people that had issues or whatever because I wanted to fix them and help them and, like, take on their pain to avoid my own depression and anxiety. Like, I would almost just, like, fix their problems for them so I didn't have to face my own and I would just kind of be a chameleon to them. Um, And, yeah, people-pleasing, it's very difficult, especially as a business owner, because I have to be strong. I have to be a boss. I have to lay down the law and be like, Hey, that interaction with the client wasn't appropriate. Like you can't say that. Are you, you know, this needs to be cleaned better. The bathroom is gross. Like this is a med spot. It needs to be clean or whatever. And like, I know I say things in a nice way, but sometimes, you know, I've had times where people don't respect me because I'm too nice about it. And instead of just, and it's not that you have to be mean and be like, it's fucking dirty. It looks like yeah. shit. Yeah. But it's just being like, this isn't up to standard. I need you to fix this. You know, like, why can't I just say that? You know, and that's what's been really helpful for me in therapy is that like, you're not a bitch for saying how you want. Like, it's either you neglect your business and your business is going to go to shit because you can't speak up for it. It's just like, you know me being a mother now for Cyrus. Like, am I going to be a little pussy ass bitch when, you know, Cyrus gets in a fight with another kid and I have to go talk to his mom, you know, like, I don't give a fuck if that mom likes me. Like, why can't I have that same energy, you know, with my business? But it's like, when I think about Cyrus, it's like a no brainer, like I'll fight a bitch, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's, what's really changed the way I think about it. I'm like, my business is also my baby and I wouldn't let someone bully Cyrus. You know, I wouldn't let someone treat Cyrus that way. So why am I letting people treat my business that way? And, um, Therapy has really helped me just realize that it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you mean. It doesn't make you a bitch. And it doesn't make you not likable to speak your mind. There's a way to do it. There's a way to confront people about situations. And like, yeah, that's part of owning a business, babe. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's not always rainbow and butterflies. And you have to get past the fact that not everyone's going to like you. And that's okay. Like, it is okay to not be liked. But but What's it's not also, okay is you create an uncomfortable work environment for yourself. Like if yeah. you let your team walk all over you and they know, oh, Savannah's not going to say anything because she's not confrontational or, oh, Savannah's not going to say anything because she wants me to like her. You know, like you're giving them the power and you are the boss. You can't let people have that power over you of like, oh, Savannah won't say anything because she doesn't want us to not like her or talk shit about her. And like you could be the nicest fucking boss and I promise you your staff will shit talk you behind your back. It's true. No doubt. 
But I also think that in your brain for the longest time, it's like if I have to have this one difficult conversation with them, like they'll never like me. They're again. never gonna like me again. It's like that's not yeah. Like you every other time you are being so nice, you you created such a great company for these girls to work at where you know they they really don't have anything to complain about like i'm sorry but like they have it pretty fucking i don't want to say it's easy because obviously you guys are busy and you guys you know you do a lot more than i'm sure the average med spa does do i mean in terms of online orders and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but you make it a very comfortable job for them to have and you are so nice. And so like, if you have to have one, like not even difficult conversation, just like, Hey, next time. Like, I don't see for me. That's why it's like, I don't even think of it as people pleasing. Cause to me, it's like, that's not that big of a deal for you as a boss to be like, Hey, you kind of look like you rolled out of bed this morning. Like we can't have that here. But, like, that, that is such a minuscule thing and, like, their whole... I think a lot of it, too, I get fear of, like, my influence and, like, if they're like, oh, Savannah's, like, a bully and, like, she, like, made fun of my physical appearance or, like, she's just because yeah. I'm this or I'm that or she's, like, shaming me or, like, I just get so scared of... I think cancel culture is also yeah. a big part of it because I am a public figure in the industry that, like, I tread so lightly with that kind of yeah. stuff because I just don't want anyone to ever twist my words. Or like give ammunition. Or give ammunition yeah. or be like, Savannah is a bad boss to work for. Like I only want anyone to ever say nice things about me. And like that's the thing is like even if you were the best boss, people can still lie about you and say mm-hmm. stuff. But I think I just have that fear in the back of my head that like someone's going to say like I was toxic or yeah. like my toxic work environment. And, like that's never something I want to hear. And so I'm like, I'd rather have them look like that than me have to tell them that they don't look good at work but I pulled up my big girl panties and I did have the conversation with our team and it's been great ever since so and I think too with like hiring new people like setting that expectation goes up front and like of course you're gonna have a day I don't care if it's like one day but it was like obviously like continuation and it just kept getting worse with um certain staff members and I was like okay we gotta like nip this in the butt because I mean they're all beautiful girls everyone that works for me is beautiful I'm not saying I hire people because they're pretty like I hire you if you're good for the job but like I don't know they're all pretty so they're just all beautiful and it's not that it's just it doesn't matter even if you're the most beautiful girl in the world like you still have to like look presentable like you need to at least make sure you look like you give a fuck about going to work today no like sometimes certain people would show up and like past staff members who are like no with like a toothpaste there. stain on their shirt. No, and like, or just like literally like they rolled out of bed. Like I used five to have someone literally before. come in a hair wrap every day with wet hair and would like let her hair air dry at the front desk, like dripping yeah. wet. And the first client would come in, her hair was wet. And I was like, you can't do that. You know how I look when I get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. I could not. If I went to work like that, I would be yeah. mortified. No. So like it, everyone needs a little spruce in the morning. And I think it's look good, feel good too. You know, yeah, like I feel true. like when you look good, you perform better too. Mm-hmm. And like when you, you, the way you present yourself reflects your work ethic. I believe yeah. that too. Like if you are put together, you're going to be an organized person at work. You yeah. know, I do think the way you present yourself to the world represents a lot of how you behave. But Anyway, people pleasing has just been really hard. And, and I think it, even outside of work, it manifests. Savannah like says doesn't no to like, no <laughs> yeah, you don't say no to anyone. And you also, even if you don't necessarily like the person, even if they've proven to you that. I'm so forgiving. Like, yeah, but you still want them to like you. 
even yeah. if you like don't like them don't like them and that's like something that i will never understand like it's so i don't want to say it's funny to me but it's just like i can't understand yeah <laughs> so like savannah will go out of her way for people that she shouldn't yeah to be quite honest like and it's just because she wants to have a good relationship with every single person and if you know like if you're maybe a little mentally healthier and have a, a good outlook you know that you're not going to get along with every person you no, don't you don't need but to they want them have, to like me i know you do i don't but, like them but they need to like me <laughs> but that's not at the end of the day you're going to learn that that's not important and like the people who are in your life who support you and who you need are the ones who matter and like everyone else fuck them I wouldn't say that, but like, just give them no weight. Yeah, like that's. It's hard. I mean, I it's just I just wish I wasn't such an empath and like a people pleaser. And then the other thing too is like, I'll put myself in other people's shoes all the time, and that's I'm like such a devil's advocate that like I literally will gaslight myself for them. Like you don't even yeah. need to gaslight me, bestie, because I already did all of it for you. <laughs> yeah, like I literally already did it. So Actually. I do that all the time, where I'm like, well this happened and then they probably felt this way and then they probably did that so like you're being dramatic and then I'm like wow I just gaslighted myself for you you yeah. don't even have to talk to me I already like talked myself out yeah. of it whatever I thought originally and I think that's you know a hard thing too is that you have to trust yourself and know that how you feel is how you feel and mm -hmm. of course you know perception is reality and I I do know that but you know there's times where I think it's important to trust your instincts too and yeah. feel what you feel. And I don't think there's anything wrong. I think, you know, it makes me a really good empath that I do feel others' emotions and I think about other people. That's how me and Tyler are very different is that I think about what people are thinking first and Tyler kind of just is like, this is how I feel, you know? Yeah. And then I like will show many perspective of things, you know? And so it's hard because there's like a double-edged sword, I think, with how I think. It's like it makes me more empathetic towards people, but it also puts me last. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, like, that's the thing is y'all have people burn you repeatedly. And I'll be like, oh, but they only did it because, like, yeah. they were pregnant or well, they were this. And the other thing that. is, like, you're an extremely loyal person. Yeah. So that's another part of the equation where it's like, like, how many times does someone need to show you their true colors before you believe them? I know. Because it takes a while I know. for you. Like, I've had someone do, like, some really fucked up shit to me, and I'm still, like, friends with them. Yeah, I love them. I'm like, but why? I feel like they don't love you. Yeah, no, Clearly, because they did all these things to you. Yeah, so, and, but I feel like that's also tied into your people-pleasing, because it's like, like, at the end of the day, you're still going to want them to love you. Mm -hmm. And you're going to, you know, you're like, they didn't mean that. Like, it was just because of this. It was because of that. And, mm -hmm. like, Make excuses for your abusers. But we're working on it. Yeah, and that's, I'm I mean, sure that's there's, how and, I but was I think with every man also... before Lance, too. Like, I was with the most toxic men. And thank God, I always say this, like, I'd probably be married to the guy that's a felon now if, like, he didn't break up with me. Yeah. Like, I would have wrote, I would have been a prison wife. Like, I would have gone for conjugal visits, like, every weekend. No, you probably would have found a way to, like, find a co-ed prison and get in with him. Like yeah. what? What crime exactly do I need to do? Where it's not that bad, but, but like, I can, like bad be with enough. My, yeah. My boy. 
But yeah, like I'm really thankful. Um, thank you for all my ex-boyfriends that broke up with me. I've never broken up with anyone. I've always been the one to be broken up with because I'm a ride or fucking die bitch. Yeah. I always have been. I'm and you're like, a people pleaser. I'm like, cheat on me is cool. <laughs> but I don't think you're allowed. I'm not like that anymore. Like if Lance cheat on me, I'd literally murder him and bury his body. Yeah. Actually, I wouldn't because he's Cyrus's dad. I don't think I'd kill him. If I didn't have Cyrus, I would have killed him. But now that I have a child, I'd make Cyrus kill me, kill him with him. Kill? I'd make Cyrus help me kill his dad. There's no trauma associated with that. I'm just kidding. He'd be fine. Um, But no, I've grown a lot. I mean, that was like young Savannah. But now that I don't let men do it to me, I let like random bitches do it to me. It's true. I think it's something that you'll always struggle with. And I think it's a very normal thing. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are people pleasers. I do too. But... But at the end of the day, you have to realize that, like, it's your life that you're living and yeah. you're letting other people de- dictate it. And that's, like, when it gets frustrating. Is like, why are you letting these people dictate the way that you feel? And that's the thing. And you can definitely tell when those people are looking out for themselves and they're exploiting your people pleasing because that's one thing i'm not a people pleaser but i don't i never exploit the fact that you are like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's not like i'm gonna ask you to do things and stuff like that because i yeah exactly like i would never do that but there are so many people people that that do do and so many employees that know that about me and they're like oh if i ask savannah like she's not gonna say no she's gonna say yes she's gonna bend over backwards for me and make me happy because she wants me to like her and if she doesn't do this like i'll take my love away from her and she will be sad and so she's gonna say yes yeah and it's it's hard for i feel like you to see that in the moment yeah when that's happening to you but it's something you definitely need to be cautious of as a people pleaser I mean, for me, I just wish you weren't one in the first place, but that takes a while to get there. I wish I could be like a cutthroat biatch. So I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm like in a slew of showing Savannah like movies and TV shows where the bosses powerful are women. powerful women. He's like, that's what you need to say to Maria. No. And right now she's watching Suits. I'm sure you've seen on her story, but Jessica fucking Pearson. Is she was the- like, you're here. I'm here. I'm like, I would never say that to somebody. But the thing is, is they respect her still at the end of the day. And she's a good boss. She gives them what they need. But, and that's, that's what I hope for you. And that's how. And the weird thing is like, I've had bosses that were people pleasers and I had no respect for them. I liked them, but I did not respect them. And then I've had bosses and I liked them. But the bosses that I like loved, like if I, when I look back at all the bosses I had were like the hard ass bosses that like made me earn their love. Like they didn't just like me. Like I had to weasel my little way into their heart yeah. and like make them like me. And then, you know, it was just like I had to earn their respect and their love. And like they wouldn't just give out compliments. Like they were just like, okay, you did your job. Congrats. Like I'm not going to give you a fucking cookie for doing yeah. your job. Like do something extraordinary and maybe I'll like smile at you, you know? And, like, I had dance teachers growing up, and those were the dance teachers I respected. Those were the dance teachers I loved. Those were the dance teachers that impacted me a lot. And I think, you know, a lot of that, too, was trying to seek validation, though. So it could have been a little toxic sometimes because yeah, see, me, I'm, I'm already doing it. See, I'm doing the no, double advocate. True. That's true. You know, that where I felt like I was never, I had to be perfect to be worthy of that. And, I, you know, I had other dance teachers that would be like, that was so good. It's okay that you got third place. Like, you were amazing, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But they weren't the ones that made me great. The ones that made me great were ones that, like, I had a dance teacher. I messed up. I remember she was standing on the side of the stage eating her sandwich. And I missed a turn sequence. And she literally walked away. And I saw her leave. And I had to finish. And I kept looking over there. And I cornered my eye. And she was gone. And then she was like, I'm not watching that disaster. Like, I'm, I'd rather watch, like, do something on my phone than watch, like, you yeah. fuck up on stage. Like, she's like, I'm not watching you. 
you know? And so like I had teachers like that that were just like very brutal and like, you know, that hurt me. Like that shaped me in so many ways of like, I just will never forget her like just walking away and not finishing watching me perform because I fucked up. And yeah, but I feel like for some weird reason, those were the ones I respected the most and loved the most because I wanted to earn their love so badly. Yep. And yeah, which is kind of toxic. It is absolutely a little toxic, but I think there's a happy medium to everything. So maybe that's why I do that because I like never got that love from certain dance teachers, and so like I want to be the dance teacher slash boss. Yeah, that like gives the love and is nurturing to people. Yeah, but that it's, everything in life, I feel like, is a double-edged sword. You're gonna lose if you do one way. You're gonna, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there's no winning. Perfect way. But I'm a firm believer that. Most people in life are going to put themselves first. And so if you don't, you will be trampled on. Yeah. And so you need to take more priority in what you want. Because if you don't voice those opinions for yourself, no one's going to. Yeah. And it's your business at the end of the day. It's your life. Mm -hmm. And you know me. I'm like a big advocate. If like you're not adding to my life. You know what I'm saying? If you're just there or you're taking away, then like there's no room for you. I've been better about confrontation though. You have been. You have been. Since I I got into therapy, like I've literally guys changed so much on how I operate my business. There are some conversations that I've seen her have or not seen her have, but have heard about after the fact that I never would have seen her having. Mm -mm, I would have just brushed it under the rug. Yeah, two years ago. So we're, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I really am. And if you guys are like that, hard it's hard but get you a friend that's a cutthroat bitch like tyler (laughs) and it'll help you see things more clearly i really do i think it's important to have that because you have to have someone strong in your life when you are a people pleaser or you will allow yourself like he has there's i can't tell you how many times tyler's typed up text for me because i could not stomach myself to say no to somebody and then she still changes them and I make them a lot nicer because Tyler is like, no, Tyler goes, because, okay, I had to add a little Savannah flair because they'd be like, they'd know I didn't send that. They'd be like, I did not send that. That's so dry. Like, I'm not dry. I'm like, baby, I'm so sorry. Blah, 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 blah. You know, like I have to add like babe and princess and like some like no. sparkles. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Tyler's just no. like, here's what it is. Like it or leave it. Bye. Yeah. Like the other day I have another friend that Savannah knows about and she kind of came at me sideways. Mm-hmm. And I read... Not me. No, 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 no. I don't come at anyone sideways. And so, like, I read Savannah our messages because, again, when I'm not a people pleaser, if you're going to come at me, I'm going to come at you, like, four times as hard. And Savannah was like, oh, my gosh. I would cry if you sent that. Yeah, if I texted her that way. I was like, do never send me a message like that. I'll fucking jump off my one-story house. Because she, like, sent me this, like, really rude message, and I just responded, like, a meme picture of, like... I don't even remember which one it was, but I, I literally said, are you sure you want to do this right now? Yeah. I warned her. I warned her before, but like, I don't have time for that stuff. I know. I don't, especially when I know I'm in the right. If I'm in the wrong, I will immediately apologize. Yeah. And that's like, honestly too why um, I love you because you are very like that and like you balance me a lot and you don't take advantage of me. Like I feel like in the past when I've had like a lot of friends, like I'd feel so drained by them because they would just take and take and take. And like it was a very like one-sided friendship for me. And so like if I don't have a lot of people in my life, I can't be forced to do things I don't want to do. Because I have friends that make me feel so guilty. And like, you know, t- like this week, like I'm overcommitted to way too many dinners, which I do want to go to the Skin Better dinner with Justin, obviously, because Justin's my king slay. <laughs> I want to see him. But like there's other stuff I have 
committed to this week that like I really wish I didn't, but I couldn't say no because I feel bad, you know? Yeah. And so now like I'm literally going to be away from my kid every single day this entire week. I'm not going to see him, you know, after work because I live in fucking Africa. It'll all change soon. Not soon enough, but soon. Yeah. But And then everyone wants to go eat in fucking Dallas. I'm like, why can't we eat in like where I live? Like. We got like three restaurants. <laughs> we have three restaurants. Pick. They're Pick all one. amazing. We have Papa John's. We have a local Italian and we have a Mexican restaurant. Take your pick. Take your pick. If you want me to drive like a little far, we can. We have like three more restaurants that we can pick Seriously, from. Seriously, we can go to Olive Garden or Texas Roadhouse. Like, yeah. let's go. Oh my God, that sounds good. Mm, no, I don't want Texas Roadhouse. My period tells me fried chicken. Okay, so Canes it is. Canes it is. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm so glad I am not pregnant right now, but I do want to be pregnant eventually. Um, I don't know when you're going to find the time. You always have this schedule. So you're saying it. You're gaslighting yourself right now. Like, oh, it'll be different when I get big. You're always going to have this schedule. You're always going to have conferences to speak at. You're always going to have trips to go on. So you're saying just to get pregnant. No, no, no. I'm saying the opposite. We, I've been over this before. I want Cyrus to be an only child. Well, the world's going to shit. We and have too many people on this planet. We have too many people on this planet. It's a real thing. Why I'm don't a you believer. Just be my surrogate? What does that have to do with anything? That oh, like I'll never have a kid, so you can take my one. No. Oh. I want no. you to carry my child. Okay, well, clearly I can't do that. But I'm saying it's 2023. I'm saying Men it's ethical. I'm saying it's ethical for people to only have one child or none. Okay. Because our planet is dying because we have too but many little feet roaming this, this planet. Like, okay, I do agree with that. Mr. Like China world order over here. Yeah. You can only have one child. I believe be in the, ch- I believe in that <laughs> controversial opinion. I support China's one child policy. Anyways, um, <laughs> I told you my reasoning is how lonely and sad will Cyrus be when me and Lance die and he has no living family. But he'll have a family of his own. Maybe. He will. Maybe. He will. I don't know can't predict that what if he like doesn't and also like family is such an important thing in life and i want him to have a sibling i just don't want to carry it right now (laughs) you're never gonna want to carry it yes i will promise one day no i'm saying you want a child but i don't think you ever want to carry like five or six i'll want another baby not even worth it at that point damn brutal i you don't have a sibling that far space apart i do and i'm telling you it's like that far apart is like they don't have anything in common anymore okay well because one's a senior in high school and one's going into sixth grade like all right well then i'll I'll just get pregnant tonight (laughs) okay but you know what i'm saying i'm not trying to be a debbie downer but like six years really does like create i mean they may be friends when they're older i think that's what a lot of people say is like once you're in your 20s and 30s that age gap doesn't create that big of a contrast because you're both adults but i think all throughout childhood it's like Weird. i'm not gonna have you come hang around my 17 year old friends while you're 10 and 11 like yeah it's not gonna i feel that so i don't it know is. things to wonder only child okay all right guys well <laughs> i hope you had a fabulous monday or having a fabulous monday and we will see you next week reapply your sunscreen reapply till you die reapply till you die love you guys Bye.